0: Much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing LLC. I'm an organizational and productivity coach and a certified professional organizer. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. I support my clients and my community with coaching, in-person and virtual organizing. My weekly podcast called "Your Organized Life" with Colleen Klimczak. A free weekly virtual productivity session called Finish Line Friday, a free weekly email newsletter, and regular content on Facebook and Instagram. I also offer presentations and professional development to groups and companies. And coming soon, like hopefully in the next few months, I will be launching a membership circle to support my community with even more coaching and productivity content. On a recent call with one of my accountability partners, I was so excited to have this to share. And please don't judge me. I should not be so excited about this, but I am. My bank, the bank that has held my business bank account for almost 21 years now, starting long before there were smartphones and apps with which to make deposits, now allows business bank account holders to deposit checks via the app. I know, this sounds so basic, And it is. I realize that. But about once a year for the last 10 years or so, I have asked the bank if I could deposit checks virtually. And because it's a business account, I've been told no. I haven't asked in a few years, and I've just gotten into the routine of going to the bank once or twice a month to make a deposit. But that seemed so clunky in this technological age. It sounds clunky just to have checks, but so many of the... Speaking engagements that I provide are paid from the organizations in check form. Anyway, when I went this past week and the ATM gave me a hard time, which had been my workaround up until now, I stopped and I spoke with a teller, and she figured it all out with me. She is my new favorite, I think. Her name's Ruby, but I digress. And she did confirm that that used to be the case, but that the bank has made updates. And now I can deposit checks virtually. This is huge. It sounds silly, I know, but it's huge. And on my accountability call last week, my partner Lane pointed out that this is one less toleration, as we call it. And yes, that. So I was willing to put up with the extra errands, though they made me cranky, because I thought I had to. But now with some digging and persistence, we came up with a much shorter and smoother process. Hooray. And this made me think about the question of duplicates. So I've talked about the question of duplicates many times in the past month at my presentations. The question of what's the right amount, right? So having the right things in the right quantity. And though I will put right in quotations because those are very personal and specific choices. In this case, one convenient way now of making deposits and managing my money. Yay! We don't have to have a hundred things. We will be happier, most likely, with fewer if clutter is a struggle for us. We just need the right things. And here's a twist. The less clutter we have overall, the fewer duplicates of necessary items we'll need because we'll find things easier. Whoa, mind blown, right? The less stuff we have, the less stuff we need. Yep, I said it. The less stuff we have, the less stuff we need. Wow. And as always, we aren't talking about just physical things here. We are also talking about the quantity of responsibilities or relationships or routines. So what I want to talk about is an article I wrote about six years ago now. And the title is Life's Too Short for Crummy Pens, The Question of Duplicates. And I start out by saying, if you're reading this, you probably have clutter. And let's be honest, if you have a pulse, you probably have clutter. Every person has at least a little clutter. You certainly have stuff, as we all need at least some stuff, food, clothes, furniture, books, to survive. And when we have stuff, stuff can build up and become clutter. And according to Barbara Hemphill, who is considered the matriarch of the organizing industry, clutter is anything we don't need, use, or love. So a powerful question, as asked by a Facebook friend recently, was duplicates. How many is enough? How many is too many? This friend was asking about her son's clothes, but the question can be asked about pretty much anything. T-shirts, socks, cars, hammers, coffee mugs, writing implements, like the pen. I mean, hey, we need pens. We need pens in many places around our home and workspaces. But with just two hands, we only need one pen at a time. And, you know, hey, it had better be a good pen. I have come to appreciate a really good pen. My personal favorite is a blue or black Pilot G2.38. Few things frustrate me more than reaching for a pen and coming away with a broken or dried up or wrong color pen. Life is just too short for crummy pens. So I talk about duplicates in my organized kitchen and clear the clutter classes. And I mention mug math. So the questions we ask, right? um, So how many coffee drinkers are in my house? Just me. How many cups of coffee do I drink per day? Two. And how many days, you know, how often do we run the dishwasher? Maybe like every other day. So technically, in theory, I need four coffee mugs. That's a need. And of course, we have more than four coffee mugs because, you know, sometimes we have company Or more likely, we use the mugs for ice cream or cereal because they have handles. Or brownies in a mug. Yes, that's a thing. Or I shake things up and I also have a cup of hot chocolate or of tea. So I need four, right? And maybe a few more. But I don't need 40. There will never be 40 people drinking coffee at my house at once. Honestly, if I have more than 40 people over, we're usually drinking beer or wine or soda, some of which conveniently come in their own containers. So the question of mug math is how many is enough? How many is too many? And that kid t-shirt question, right? My client on Facebook asked the question and we used to too when our kids were little. And here's how to think it through the child wears, you know, number of shirts per day times how often do you do laundry, right? So maybe you two shirts a day times 7 days. Obviously, we do laundry more often than that, but like you just need to start somewhere. So for the child, we need, you know, let's say 14 shirts. And since we like options, we keep more than 14 shirts. But we don't keep 50 because they won't fit in the drawer. Maybe not even 40 fit in the drawer. And so now, or any time, really, may be a good time to re choose or reshop our favorite 20 or 25 of t-shirts or anything else and let the rest go. So I hope you see my point. We need to find that happy medium for our items. Enough mugs or enough socks or t-shirts or pens that our needs and wants are met but not so many of something that it falls out of the cabinet or out of the dresser drawers or looks cluttered or drives us crazy, right? So finding that happy medium. There are some items we need in duplicate, right? Every room needs a garbage can, a box of tissues and a surge protector, right? In my house, for some reason, most rooms need a pair of scissors and some Band-Aids and yes, some of those pens. I know in many houses, charging cords. We need lots of different charging cords in lots of different rooms. Maybe house keys, right? Maybe you need a couple extras of those. A class participant last week pointed out that we should have a hammer on each level of our homes. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but it's true. In the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the basement, plus one in the garage. So she didn't have to run up and down all the stairs all the time. Fair enough right? So there's others. Yes, we do need duplicates of some things. When I was reviewing past articles I've written to share this week, the question of duplicates is also mentioned in my article recommending a bag of chargers packed all the time and ready to travel with you. Yes, we need duplicates of some things, but not of everything. So back to the original question, how can you figure out how much is enough and how much is too much? And yes, there are actually questions you can ask yourself to help you come to that answer for yourself. So what is the relative cost of the item? What I mean by that is having duplicates of things like scissors or garbage cans or pens doesn't cost too much, and having extras certainly saves time and hassle. Asking how often do you really need to use that type of item, right? So having extras of those things that we use all the time can absolutely cut down on struggle. Are there convenient alternatives? For example, scissors have a very specific function that few other items can perform. However, anything can be a bookmark. So, you know, anything can be a bookmark, but not everything can cut a piece of paper cleanly in half. Perhaps we just need duplicate accessories. For example, I only need one bullet blender, but I may have multiple cups for multiple smoothies because I may make a smoothie both today and tomorrow. And maybe I didn't wash the dishes or run the dishwasher between yesterday and today. Or maybe other people in the house also want a smoothie. So it makes sense to have just one blender, but multiple cups and accessories. Also, when we need an item, how quickly do we need it? For example, when my kids were little, we always had lots of extra socks. Because when we needed to leave the house, missing socks really slowed us down. So it was worth it to have extras just to make our departures easier. Not everything requires such immediacy, though. So back to the original question, how much is enough? How much is too many? That depends on who's asking and what you're asking about. But this is a great question and a great guide to use as we get organized and purge our clutter, both actual clutter, and also intangible clutter. So what does that look like for you? So support around getting things done is what productivity coaching is all about. If it's time to invest in yourself and explore coaching for organizing and productivity, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next week.